Today's episode of the BS Podcast brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor, the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. We're in the midst of October, baseball, hockey, basketball, NFL, and college football going on. You need SeatGeek. Drop your old ticket app. Use one bill for 2016. Buy tickets and enter stadiums on your phone. Download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They bring the mortgage process into the 21st century. Do everything on your phone or tablet. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash Bill Simmons, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Again, quickenloans.com slash Bill Simmons. Don't forget about my new HBO show, Any Given Wednesday. We're off this week, then we come back with six straight, 10 p.m. every Wednesday. Watch the old ones on HBO Go and HBO On Demand. For, and don't forget about the ringer.com and the Ringer Podcast Network. We have Jimmy Kimmel coming up in a little bit with Sal and I. Don't forget, Saturday night, October 15th, Boston, Massachusetts. Jimmy and I are doing a live show at the Schubert Theater. All proceeds will benefit Harvard scholars at risk. There are still a few tickets available. Go to citycenter.org, C-I-T-I, center.org, or call 866-348-9738. And we are off. Yeah. Clear enough for you. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, the cuz is here. Can you picture us rolling? It's coming off a 3-0. Facebook Live, yeah, cousin Sal, sure thing so performance. But you mm-hmm. cheated to get three and zero this week. <laughs> How appropriate that I cheated by betting the Patriots. How did I cheat? It was it was two two cheaters combined. <laughs> um, all right, before we get to the week six lines, our cousin Jimmy Kimmel is on the line. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, cousins. What's he's happening? my cousin. Well, he's both of our cousins. <laughs> I, I've known him for almost fourteen years. Oh, I, I get to I've, adopt him. I haven't known him that long. Okay, yeah, he's your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, congratulations, Cousin Sal. Thank you. Bill has given me a lot of crap for it because he said I cheated, ironically betting on his Patriots. I cheated because I took the money line, but uh, I will take a win anyway I can get it. Thank you. Yeah, my, no kidding. My, I don't think you're even taking much credit for it. I mean, there are no, no triumphant tweets. I mean, take a page from Donald Trump and... You're Pat right. yourself on the back. You're right. I should be all over this. You're right. He's been careful yeah. about bragging too much because it's backfired on him in, in the past. So <laughs> he's going like, keep your head down, Belichick, do your job. Yeah. It's Since when his... has Stout ever been careful about anything that's backfired <laughs> him on, on him in the past? It's a new me, Jimmy. <laughs> my point My point was that if if you have like young aspiring gamblers in high school and college who are, are following Cousin Sal and his example yeah. for the first time and his leadership with bets... Not all of them have the bankroll to do a six to one money line. But the point bet. is, so theor- I start with a theoretical ten thousand dollars, even though we know it's a hundred thousand dollars. No, but and usually theoretical goes the other right, way. Right, I know I screwed up. But so they can make it a thousand, or they can make it starting with a hundred or ten dollars. If you go, if you progress at my rate right. and, and follow my advice, at the end of the year there will be a positive return. Yeah, that's fair. I just remember in college, like I started with two hundred dollars, and then if I lost that, I had to call my parents and pretend I was joining a gym to right. get five hundred bucks. <laughs> so you're basically saying you're asking for the gym membership before they follow Everyone your. Everyone should join the gym anyway. Sure. This is why America is so fat. I didn't <laughs> exactly. realize it. <laughs> uh, cousin Jimmy, you realize that our cousin Sal is. Uh, is in a moral quandary right now with this Dak Prescott, Tony Romo thing. This is basically the most <laughs> torturous thing that's ever happened to him as a football fan. Jimmy, I have too. to say, I feel similarly, and I just I can't figure out. I, I, here's what I'm going to guess. I'm just going to put these thoughts into so He wants Dak to do just well enough that the Cowboys are still in the position to go to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl when Tony comes back. But he wants there to be no question when Tony returns of who the quarterback of that team is. Right. Well, unfortunately, that moment has passed, and it's gone. And now there are questions. <laughs> well, we're, the problem is we're running out of time. There's one more game. They play at Green Bay, and then there's a bye, and then Tony is coming back, hopefully, that uh, Halloween week. And I think Dak Prescott's getting a little too much credit for this, this uh-huh. last game. Here we go. <laughs> Romo couldn't hold – they were scoreless through three quarters, Cincinnati. Romo wasn't going to win that game? 
Come on. Uh, yeah, no, he would have. Of course. Uh, this is sad. You have a running back. Healthy, you have a running back who has 130 yards, three straight games. Everything's falling into place. What, what's their record with Romo right now? You think they're two and three? Look how bad the Giants were. Why, why couldn't Prescott win that game? I think we should be undefeated right now. Jimmy, you want to handle this? <laughs> well, I, I listen, I'm with Sal. Uh, I, you know, I, I love Tony, and I think that um, it, it, with a good team behind him, he's, it's going to go very well this year. Here's, here would be my counter. And I, love I see to- Tony winning the Super Bowl this year. There you go. I like it. Well, he thought- with or without the Cowboys. <laughs> the problem is, if you put your eggs back in the Romo basket, and he's been injured so many times, that mm-hmm. if he then gets injured again, all right. and now you've lost all these reps with Dak Prescott, who's the young, a little more athletic, a little more durable yeah. maybe. I don't know. Well, it, it, if As a Patriot fan, I was in this spot in 2001 when Bledsoe got hurt, and Brady came in, and it, by about the fifth week, most intelligent Patriot fans were like, all right. It's time. Let's let's go with the young guy. And I think we've yeah, reached that Bledsoe point. Yeah, but Bledsoe was not very good at that time. Well, right. Bledsoe had had about as much postseason success as Romo. Well, we're not yeah, in the postseason. Look at how well the team did before Romo went out last season, and then yeah. you know he came back in and he looked pretty good, and then he got hurt again. These are all these are all solid points, and they're all colored by the fact that Sal's middle child has the middle name Romo. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack, you Jack. both love Tony Romo, just personally. No, there's a little <laughs> bit of bias here, but you have to put the the starter in. You have to put him in there. Jimmy, Listen, he got he missed two games in four years before this uh, this tragedy last year, and you know late year before. So, Jimmy, would you agree that the funniest outcome here would be Romo not getting the job back, but the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl with oh, Dak come Prescott? On. <laughs> come on. <laughs> From a tor- uh, the funniest outcome it to for Sal, yes, for Tony Romo, no. I know I'm going to take shit for this, but I am legitimately rooting against the Cowboys this week for the first time. For the first time in my life, I, wow. I, yeah, I, I'll say it. I don't care. So Tony Romo has he's surpassed being a favorite player, and he's actually this is like a member of your yeah. family. You could root for logos all you want, Bill. Yeah, you, you love have Tony fun. Romo. Good. Yeah. No, I see it. I mean, you have a personal attachment to him. Sure. The, the, of course. The, the catch is they can't get out of his contract, so he's just, he's basically stuck on the Cowboys because it would cost they, them so much money to get rid of him. Even that kind of talk is nonsense. They don't right. want to get out of his contract. Right. I know. Well, yeah. but he has the— As much as we love him, Jerry Jones loves him about eight times more. He does. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. you have—he has TV. I mean, he's going to have a very lucrative <laughs> life. He's going to be on TV for 25 years. <laughs> All right. He'll replace Bradshaw. <laughs> And he'll be on fi- he'll be on the Fox pregame show in like 2045. Sal's <laughs> so right I mean, I hear this every week, and I just all okay, all right, great. With he's, a he's, Super Bowl he's, ring on his finger. That's right. What's interesting about <laughs> Sal is he has always been. Athletes are laundry to him, and they just come and go. This is the biggest no. personal attachment I've seen from you since I've known you. Are you kidding? Do you know how many times he masturbated to Lee Mazzilli? <laughs> well, that, but that was when he was a kid. <laughs> Not really. Totally different. <laughs> it's a couple months ago. <laughs> Jimmy, what's going on with you? You had a very successful Emmys. I was really proud of you. You did well. Nobody ever Thank gets you. reviewed well when they host any award show, and you actually got good reviews, so you made history there. So <laughs> what happens now? Are you just like, now it's just Trump, Trump, Trump? Yeah, it kind of is. It's really uh, here. Everybody's uh, everybody at the show is like, "Oh, I wish this election would be over already." But I know what's going to happen is on November. It won't be right. It will. It will be. There will be a couple of weeks, and then we'll have Christmas as a topic to carry us through. Mm-hmm. But once we get to January, none of us are going to have any idea what to talk about anymore because we become so trained to expect comedy from Donald Trump each day. It's almost as if he should be paid a writer's salary. Yeah. I remember the first year of your show when Michael Jackson started acting weird and we got like four weeks out of him. Yeah. And it was it really felt like a blessing and, and we all felt thankful to him. And meanwhile, Trump has, what's it been now, a year and a half? I was going to yeah. say, like every now and then we'd submit material to Jimmy and he'd come fire back to the writers like, there's not much here, guys. We're a little thin. I don't. I think it's been about 18 months since we've been, right? Because Trump is yeah. good for like two great things that we have to touch oh my on God. a day. It's unbelievable. It's Charlie Sheen is going to have to step up after <laughs> the beginning of the year and carry this ball. Somebody's going to have to come through for us. But what happens yesterday where... 
there just wasn't a lot of comedy in last night. It was just more sad and depressing. Oh, and I depressing. disagree. Okay. I think there was, you know, first of all, did you see Kenneth Bone at the end of the show? I did, and Carl Becker. <laughs> okay, he'll be on my show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Who will be? Ken Bone? Kenneth Bone. Yeah. <laughs> I should have guessed. <laughs> it was he wasn't even he didn't even sit down before I sent that email out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he, he'll be on our show more than just tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he might be right. <laughs> He's be, he might be the guy that helps us next year. That's right. Yeah, Dickie's Dickie's <laughs> worried already about his job after his <laughs> Ken Bone. How can you say there was no comedy? Donald Trump threatened to jail Hillary Clinton if he. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now said, it seems I, funny. I will throw you in jail. <laughs> That's never happened. Nothing close to that. I guess the closest thing that, that happened to that would be like Hamilton and Burr firing weapons at each other. <laughs> yeah. Now it seems funnier than it did the first half hour. The first half hour when the family members were there and everybody had those grim looks and they didn't shake hands and Trump just yeah. seemed like a wounded animal willing to say anything. I was genuinely frightened. It used to be, well, oh my God, did you see Ronald Reagan rolled his eyes when Mondale was talking about supply side? <laughs> right. Like, oh, that was he great. He looked at his watch. Yeah. Now you're on edge every minute with this. You I know, really, I was... I was listening to the debate again on the radio after I watched it, and so I was just listening to Donald Trump's voice, and he, as you were saying, when he came out, he sounded kind of tired. And, and by the way, he also assembled a group of women that Bill Clinton supposedly had sex with and had a press conference with them. Yes, <laughs> I mean, who has ever done anything like that? Uh, it's a, like a wrestling move. It's crazy, except yeah. it's real. Yeah. But I was listening to the voice, and I feel like... Alec Baldwin's impersonation of Donald Trump is so good because they are the same person. <laughs> oh, Ooh, their voices are almost identical without the imitation, and just that kind of, just that kind of, you know, handsome, like kind of horny guy who's now like hitting a certain age and it's still in that mindset and still has that Long Island kind of. Uh, uh, echo to his words. I mean, there's really there are a lot of similarities there. You know, I I realized last night watching him do his thing that Baldwin had that phone phone message once to his daughter. Remember that was mm -hmm. a big deal during yeah. his divorce. Yeah, and yet Baldwin was playing Trump, but Trump would have left the exact same phone message to. <laughs> there you go. Right. Great him. example. It did right. seem like, but I said to Sal before, like. uh Watching Trump in those first 20 minutes, the only experience I've ever had watching TV like that, where I was just, I didn't know what was going to happen, and I was nervous, and I just felt like anything was possible, were a couple of Mike Tyson post-fight interviews in the 90s with Jim Gray. Yeah. You just didn't know, you just, like anything was in play, like him punching Jim Gray, mm -hmm. him just punching everybody, him saying anything, I didn't know it was going to happen. And yet here it was with a debate with 70 million people I watching. would add to that every night of the first year of Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Ross and Suge Knight and uh, Pillow Fight. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a wild Adam West. Cole Smith slipping in birthday cake and falling. <laughs> right. Oh, my. I forgot about that. Ralphie May fell, too. Yeah. A lot of falling. A lot of people fell back then. There were a lot of injuries. <laughs> there's online. There's a... There, when Jeff Ross hosted and Lamas came on and Matt and Trey were there from South Park, that's online, that 11 minutes. And the South Park guys started heckling Lamas, yeah. and it seemed like Lamas might actually attack them. It's, mm -hmm. on, it's on the Internet. It's pretty great. As I recall, Matt and Trey's plan was to fart on Lorenzo Lamas's head. I think they, <laughs> I think they almost did it. Yeah, he, that was what they wanted to do, but just physically it wasn't convenient. <laughs> So would you have Trump on again, or would you? You would, right? Oh yeah, of course, of course. But you would, you wouldn't have. It wouldn't be a kid, kids' glove type of situation. Well, they're, you know, they're interviews. They're not necessarily endorsements, and I don't think you know one one experience that everybody seemed to dislike rules him out as a late night talk show guest. You know, I mean, I would love to have him. I'd love to know. You know, what I'd ask him right now is. You know, he he says no one respects women more than he does. I, I I think he I think I'd have to get him to admit that there are at least like nine or ten people in the <laughs> in the world who respect women more than he does. <laughs> I mean, there ha he ha he can't be number one. He I just can't. Yeah. I, I think he's thought this through. I'm not. I don't, I don't agree with you. <laughs> what do you think the arc is after he loses the election, which he probably will? Like I would guess. I that think he starts his own Donald Trump. Right, Trump TV. 
network, yeah. and he goes against Fox News, and suddenly Fox News becomes the CNN with NBC, MSNBC, right. and uh, and I, I think it'll be, uh, I think he'll do very well with it. I think he contests the election first. I think he spends a good six months contesting something about it. It oh. depends on what the margin is, because he doesn't like, the, you know, he keeps claiming that he's spending $100 million on, on this, and I don't believe that for... A second, and and I just think that contesting an election is an expensive endeavor, and he's going to have to pay for it himself. He doesn't seem to have the support of the RNC anymore. And when he looks at the bill for that, I think he's gonna he's just gonna claim it was fixed and and go from there because yeah, he doesn't he's, he's, he doesn't believe that it's gonna be fixed. He just wants to put that out there. I was kind of hoping the rumors of Pence dropping out were true last night. Because it would have been just amazing to watch somebody scramble for a VP. They said last night he was going to drop out. Well, there was, the, all, there was a lot days of before. No, last night there was Twitter buzz that Pence was trying to get out that oh. he'd had it. That and, would be a similar move to when Robert Shapiro denounced OJ shortly after the verdict. <laughs> right? Did not you know. did not work for uh, Shapiro. Should we talk about no. um, our thing on Saturday night? Yeah, we have a big event on Saturday in your hometown. Yep, we. Uh, we're doing it for the Harvard Scholars at Risk, and I think there are some tickets still available. We here's the people uh, seem to be people seem to be confused. They think we're giving money to um, students at at Harvard, and it's not the case at all. It's because of the title of the organization. These are scholars whose governments either threaten to or are trying to kill them for the things that they write about their government, and they come from various countries and harvard gives them of course we fund it but fellowship so that they can bring their family over and and not be killed for what they're writing so it is literally a life-saving endeavor and it's a, a, a charity organization that was started by someone who's been a friend of mine since i've been in high school she teaches at harvard and it's a really great organization and um uh and it should be a fun night bill and i are going to be interviewing each other. It's Kimmel versus Simmons. Yeah. We won't actually be fighting. I hope that doesn't disappoint people. <laughs> but it will be a night. I think we, we should talk about some of the stuff that happened in the old days when we first started doing the show. I think it would be fun to uh, kind of go through the story of how I happened upon you and how, yeah. you know, we became, well, as you said, cousins. And, um, <laughs> and now we, we've, uh, you know, we've kind of formed this little community uh, uh, Broadcasting-wise, but I think it, it should be a fun night, and uh, it's at eight o'clock at the Schubert Theater. You can get tickets at citycenter.org, and if you buy tickets that are in the um, the Golden Circle, as our agent Baby Doll just referred to it, um, <laughs> you will get a meet and greet with us after the show. So we'll take a picture. Oh. At, uh, and then also and the phone number stuff. is eight six six three four eight nine seven three eight. And if this works out. We're going to do a second live show to benefit um, Adam Carolla, who's trying to pay for this $5 million car he has. <laughs> <laughs> and there will also be a golden circle for that. You'll get to take a picture with us, Carolla, in the car, the $5 It'll million car. It'll be a golden car. circle jerk for that. <laughs> Is that Newman, Newman Scholars at Risk? <laughs> <laughs> it will be the Newman, Newman Museum. <laughs> Is it, Jimmy, it, hold on. Is it, is, now, is this interview with Bill, is this in lieu of him having you on the HBO show? Jimmy's coming on the uh, HBO show. I got I got eight left you this have, season. Is he coming I, on? I'm there yeah. for Bill when he needs when he needs yeah. when somebody drops out or whatever. No, it's, no. Bill it's, told me off air that uh, he has to have true. he has to have Rappaport on four times before. No, he that's you. not true. That's not true. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't talk. Is that supposed to be a secret? No, I'm sa I'm saving him for November. <laughs> for November. Kimmel. You just hosted the Emmys. You had the, the third lead. from. You had an extra from the night of on. Instead of <laughs> extra from the night of. <laughs> no, we're thinking he will be on one of the first 20. Jimmy's right. busy. He was doing the Emmys. I'm starting trouble. I know. He was doing. Do you think I should have had him on sooner? No, no, no. That's, you know, that's something you have to work out. <laughs> I remember, we'll work it all out in, uh, on Saturday night in Boston. You do go. you remember the the uh, first few months of your show when we we weren't going to have Corolla on? Well, and it was like, no, no, we're going to wait, wait. We'll, let's have him when we need him to have him on. And then he was on yeah. like the fourth episode. 
<laughs> it might not even have been that long. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want it to be like the man show. And so uh, they said, you know, we got to really have to be use Adam sparingly. And we did. He was only on like a thousand times. <laughs> What's been the Dancing with the Stars? Has that been a bump for you guys this year? Do people no, not really. Lacti? Um, it, it's, um, you know, it's kind of a different audience. Yeah. I, my interest in it is primarily gambling related. I know, and you always get it right. Well. Yeah. We really have done very well. I would venture to say, Sal, would you say you've had a higher percentage lifetime betting Dancing with the Stars <laughs> or football? Easily, Dancing with the Stars. Well, we're getting Easily. nice odds on the winners, so we don't win every year or every other way, year, but when we win, it's like 4-1 to one or 6-1, to one, I right? think we've won 50% of the time. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah and we, we, have. we have the winner, I think, this year too, right? Hernandez? Yeah. The, uh, the Olympian. Well, we your strategy is we always did. you go athletic or somebody with a major dance background. Right. Well, we also look at the fan support, you know, like, like for instance, um, you know, if you're a football player from Pittsburgh, you tend to get more phone calls than mm -hmm. if you're a, uh, a soap opera star. And sometimes a partner helps, like Derek Huff has come through for us when uh, Derek Huff could, yeah. will add will definitely add some juice to your That's your right. performance. Oh you get inside info? No, no. We just we No, we just have figured it out. You look at the trends like everything else. The partners, so it's like NASCAR drivers. This is bit. what you should be doing on Facebook, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> this is if Cousin Sal sure thing is a raging success, we move over to Dancing with the Stars and all right. this other stuff. All right, who's on the show this week, Jimmy? Oh, that's a really great question. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Don, Don Rickles and John Stamos tonight. Uh, oh, tonight together. Yeah. Yeah, together. Later in the week, we have Jennifer Conley, Matthew Perry, Nas, Colin Farrell. It's going to be a good week. All right. Um, Jimmy, go work on your show. I will see you this Thank weekend you. in Boston, Massachusetts, right. the 617. Thanks for coming. I'll on. see you in Beautiful. an hour, Jimmy. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Right. Hey, do you remember that time... When you, me, and Brad watched an entire Sunday of football at a Buffalo Wild Wings outside of Dallas before a Cowboys game. <laughs> yes. And it was glorious. Yeah, it was. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Brad ate so many chicken wings that we had to like carry him into the Dallas Stadium. He still hasn't washed his face, I don't think, since that day. How many years, years ago was that? Like four? Yeah, uh, more. Yeah. Well, I can't remember if they had 21 signature sauces or seasonings to choose from, but they definitely have that now. They do now? I do remember their great lineup of cold and refreshing beers on tap, and mm -hmm. I definitely remember their collection of wall-to-wall -wall flat screens that were so big it made our heads spin. Mm -hmm. It was a really fun day. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings covers all of those details so they can add up to the kind of game day experience fans can appreciate, and they do it because they appreciate sports fans. Win or lose, if you're a fan, you're still a winner. If you're enjoying the best game day atmosphere there is... We had that moment that day. We did. Did the Cowboys win? We'll have it again. No, they didn't win. Yeah. They lost in well, excruciating fashion. Buffalo Wild Wings was the highlight. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, and sports. And they do it for us because we are football fans. All right. All right. Football. Let's do it. Um, so bear, so Bears, through. we like to write off a team a week. Mm-hmm. So would you write off Browns, 49ers, Dolphins, Bears? Who would be your fifth? I almost have put the Chargers in there. I don't see how this Chargers. Okay, yeah. so five. For, we're sure that we're sure the AFC ten wins can't make the wild card in the AFC. I don't know. I, I think I think that's going to be a battle. It's too many good uh, secondary teams. I think. I but have, I will say this: I think there are five teams that are exactly the same for the last three years. I think San Diego is one of them. I think Detroit's what you know like you watch their games, you know exactly what you're gonna get. Slappy. Cleveland. Yeah. And on the other side, the Patriots, you know what you're gonna get. And and the Colts now, I think what I would add to that. Like they're gonna be losing in the fourth quarter. T. Y. Hilton's gonna like that's gonna be a, a clutch touchdown. Right. Might be enough, might not be enough. Luck will be scrambling all game otherwise. I think luck has been particularly incredible this season because yeah. he's getting pounded. Mm-hmm. On touchdowns, on near touchdowns, on everything. And that team should be 0-5. Right. He had to make two phenomenal throws just to drag out, you know, a 2-3 and three record. Amazingly, they're one back in the AFC South. And they play this week, right? Right. And Houston. So Osweiler, I might have to admit I was wrong on that one. Which way did really you go with it? You liked them? Oh. I, I liked it. I, he really impressed me in that Patriots game mm -hmm. uh, on the Sunday night. And I just felt like he could throw the deep ball and he could move and and yeah. then he's just terrible. 
And I don't know. If, I don't know. Road, if, really bad on the road. I don't know if it's the coach because I think that coach is bad too, O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Like that that Thursday night game against the Patriots was coaching malpractice. But um, he goes on the road against a good team, and it's just it, it's not going to be close. That's what it seems. But but they will be eight and seven week sixteen. Colts will probably be eight and seven or seven and eight. And that, that's I think all it's got, I think it could be six and nine, six and nine. Really? Wow. I do. Hmm. I do. I, it's amazing to me that a team can't figure out how to get DeAndre Hopkins the ball. Right. It's always amazing when they can't figure out how to get any receiver the ball, but mm-hmm. but especially like that, you just think like five times a game, you just heave it 50 yards downfield and hope something happens. Yeah. Like Derek Carr and Amari Cooper, when you watch the way he uses Cooper, I would assume that Hopkins would be used like that, but... We say this all the time. Who the hell knows what's going on? I will say the biggest shocker for me this week was the Cowboys just killing the Bengals. I did not see that coming. I liked the Bengals. I actually thought the Bengals had a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. It seemed like the kind of game where they lay the smack down, and now clearly clearly something's wrong with them. And on the flip side, your team looked good. I, the I defense thought defensively looked good. it was crazy. It's yeah. insane that they had a shutout into the fourth quarter. Uh, and and you know and you know Dak Prescott. I agree. Hasn't thrown a bad pass yet, but it somehow it was like 28th in the league versus the Blitz. Right. So I thought Cincinnati would figure something out there, and they didn't. It's just pitch and catch with him, and they're, they're doing enough and they're scoring points. It's really it, something to watch. I wonder if maybe we underrate a really bad playoff loss for the next season. Oh. Because hmm. you think the Cardinals just Palmer is not the same since that game, and now he's hurt. And I know they beat the Niners last week, but they they were clearly not the same team. Right. Carolina has the traumatic Super Bowl loss; they're not the same team. Mm-hmm. And then Cincinnati completely blew that Steelers game. Yeah, you might be right. And I don't know. You think about it all year. Everybody's right, and maybe they lost some faith in Marvin Lewis. Maybe it's time for Marvin Lewis to go. Except but for the, the Patriots. Down. The Patriots right the ship. They had as bad they playoff right losses as anybody. And yeah. They, they still, I, I, yeah. I don't even know if you can count them at right. this point. But yeah. the, to be down 28 nothing to the Cowboys, and they were easy touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It, like they were either the long drives or long plays. And it just, you knew, it was one of those games when they went up 7 nothing. you knew Dallas was going to win. Right. And uh, I don't know. That's. Weird that's loss, weird loss. But really I think that's strange. one of those teams you talked about earlier that don't count them out. They're two and three. You looked at the 2015 teams. They'll, they might be. They'll be in the playoff uh, picture. Can I give you my 12 playoff teams right now? Sure. Pat Steelers, Jags. I'm, I'm sorry. No. Pat Steelers, Titans, Broncos. Division Titans? winners. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd bet the Titans. To be the shitty AFC South, I have to look I think at they that. Can go eight and eight. I thought that was a big loss last week at at Houston. That that's a that's a. I think they can go eight and eight, and I got the Raiders and Bills as my wild cards. Now I'm going to change this again next week. But this is what <laughs> if I had to bet my life. Then the uh, NFC: Cowboys, Vikings, Falcons, Seahawks, mm-hmm. Packers. Mm-hmm. I would still put the Panthers as a wild card over the Eagles. Really, but that that second NFC wild card spot. There's like eight teams that could be in play Lots for that. It could be anybody. Yeah. I think the Raiders and Bills have pole position for the AFC wild card, though. The Chiefs, I'm sure, will I be I wouldn't count from, the Chiefs out. That's yeah. the only one I was going to say. Because the Bills have a pretty easy schedule. Mm-hmm. They go San Francisco at Miami, home New England at Seattle. So those are two tough ones. Bye week at Cincy, Jacksonville at Oakland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Miami, all home at the Jets. That feels like nine Not wins. Bad. That's a third place schedule. Yeah, that feels like That's nine what wins. It looks like. Um, yeah. And then the Chiefs at Oakland, New Orleans, at Indy, home Jacksonville, at Carolina, home Tampa. But then they go at Denver, at Atlanta, Oakland home Thursday night. That's a brutal. At Denver, at Atlanta, Thursday night at Oakland. Yeah. Then Tennessee, Denver, Sunday night at San Diego. They're probably going to have to go four and one their division the rest of the way. Yeah. And a lot exactly. of it depends on if San Diego fires their coach and actually plays better, mm-hmm. then they could be. Because you watch them, and it's like they get over 400 yards of offense every game. Like it's a competitive. There should team. be a prop. Like, will they blow a second half lead at this point? It would be like minus 300, right? Because yeah, every single game, it's it's up there for them. They haven't lost on a hail mary yet. Oh, interesting. I'm going way back. I think this was the 1980 Patriots. Right. I think we went two and fourteen. Mm-hmm. 
it was 80 or 81 and it was one of those mike mccoy charger seasons where it was like everything went wrong at a hail mary you know like the fumbled kit it was like every single way you could lose and about week six you realize it's one of those seasons right and that's what it feels like they're the the thursday game this week they have nine fumbles you're just not gonna not gonna be much better than one and four with nine fumbles that's horrible uh all right let's do the lens all right minnesota and tampa bay have buys this week uh tampa bay plays tonight minnesota five and oh with no interceptions no interceptions. That defense is five and zero. Do you want to make that a? Do you want to make the Monday night Don Julio shot of the week, or do you want to go Thursday? I, I'm terrible with the Don Julio shot of the week. I think I'm one and four. You I've won. I've been throwing them down. You won. I'm throwing down you Don Julio. The, you took Arizona. I had the cards. Yeah. Uh, I've been throwing. Well, let's save it for Thursday because that's a good Thursday game. All right. So Denver at San Diego. Um, well, who do we think is going to win tonight? Just out of curiosity. I think the Panthers do. I think the Panthers with Derek Anderson. With Derek Anderson, I think that it's going to be a similar game to what Arizona did last Thursday to San Francisco. They just figure it out. They score enough. Winston has eight interceptions. That's that's the underrated story he, of the and, season. And he had a great first game, right? Remember Skinny Jameis, MVP so, candidate. And he's been atrocious. Is since. that the most effed up game of the year? Now that we know Atlanta beating, uh, losing to Tampa Bay. Niners twenty eight, Rams nothing yeah. is is close to. So Thursday night, Broncos, Chargers. Do we get Trevor Simeon for this game? I can't believe I'm, that's going to affect my pick. But I think that's we're going to assume that he is playing because he was almost ready Sunday, and I think they regret not putting him in. Um, I was not, needless to say, not impressed with Paxton Lynch. Well, but isn't doesn't that make you feel good that there's there is a learning curve and these rookies yeah, or backups can come in? Yeah, and it's, especially from a gambling perspective, like you want to see them have to. I hate when these rookies come in, except for mine, Dak Prescott. But they they, they just they reinvent the game. It's like it's like professional wrestling when the uh, when the celebrity would come in, like Seth Green is making the Big Show submit. It's like, all right, come on, let, let's <laughs> David Arquette's the WCW right, champion. Exactly. Yeah, that so, happened. Yeah, it really did. So, so what'd you say for this? I had uh, Broncos by three. Yeah, you got it exactly. I said three and a half. It is it is three, and I think we're assuming that Trevor Simeon is. Is taking snaps there. Well, Sal, we, you don't really drink drink that much, but when you do, no. you like to drink shots. Don Julio, the world's original handcrafted tequila with multiple unique tequilas, including Don Julio 1942. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my favorite luxury tequila. Is it? Actually, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I really like the Don Julio 1942. But When you were, uh, when you were ordering uh, a shot at the blackjack table and at 6 in the morning and they're vacuuming underneath your feet, yeah, and I'm and I'm dropping cigarette ashes dropping on them. Dropping cigarette ashes, you're yeah. screaming Don Julio. Right? I'm like, yeah, I'm like 19, and then that's when they usually they're like, yeah, we're right coming right up, and then they give me like the cheapest tequila <laughs> they have, and I can't tell the difference. I uh, I like what what's the actual line? It is three. You got it right, Denver three. I think this is an impossible game to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see the Chargers winning this. You want to take the Chargers, and then I kinda you kind of want to take the Chargers. Oh, wait, I have the end of the game in, the, in my head. I have it played out. So, but this is in San Diego, right? That doesn't help the Chargers. They have no home field advantage. I'm taking I'm taking Denver with my Don Julio shot of the week. All right, I'm going to use mine up tonight. I think I could do that. I could take Carolina. Yeah, minus five. Minus five. All right, I'll do that. Oh, we can use we can do the Monday. Nighters? I don't know. What do you want? Oh, I thought last week. No, we we can forget it. Forget it. No, we can. It, Let's it? do it. Is yeah, that too confusing. It's a it's a night game. You know what? Minus six. Minus six. Oh. I'll take Carolina minus six. Then I, I'm flipping mine to Tampa Bay. You are. My okay. shot of the week's gonna be Tampa really? Bay. I'm right, staying away. I'm staying away from Broncos Chargers. All right, we're going head to head. I'll take the, my six with Tampa. Beautiful. All right, All right Sunday, Sunday games. L.A. We have a team at Detroit. Case Keenum. Jared Goff really has to be behind the learning curve that they're yeah. not throwing him out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was the moment we were waiting for, the gambling moment, the Case Kingdom pick six, and we weren't on it. Bummer. I had the bills, but I, I didn't bet. I had such a bad week four, I stayed away from gambling. I have uh, the Lions by two. Yeah, I said three and a half. It is actually three and a half. Wow, so, that's a lot of respect for the Lions. The Rams aren't getting any respect. They didn't get yesterday. They didn't get... The Bills end up favored that game, but the problem is that I mean, they were a three and one team at home, and they weren't they weren't even favored by a field goal or favored at all. And now and now they're three and two, and they're getting three and a half at Detroit. The problem is, the problem with this line is that the Bills might actually be decent. Right. I think they are, 
And so the Rams, they lose that stupid first game. Mm-hmm. They beat Seattle 9-3. to They beat the Bucks 37-32. They beat the Cards 17-13. And then they lose to the Bills. Yeah, I don't... I, mean, I think they're better than the Lions. It's that, that one line's of the worst stupid. offenses, though. They can't get yeah. out of their own way. They can't throw downfield. And they're, now Tremaine Johnson, the cornerback, who I think led the league in pass, passes broken up. He might be out for a while. We got uh, mad in 2017 because oh, my, son, my son is now, his friends are playing, so he wants to right. play. So my nephew Kyle was over, and it was downloading. And once it gets to 33%, you can play a game. Mm-hmm. So we play, and it's like you can only play the game that's in the system, like right. the, the kind of tester game. And it was Rams versus Redskins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I want to play the Patriots. Like, you can't. You have to play this game. So I had the Rams. So we played a game. I was the Rams. And it was literally like being a Rams fan. Nice. It's You have no nobody to throw to. None of your receivers <laughs> can catch a pass. The, Kyle was just lining, lining up eight guys <laughs> to stop Gurley. I'm trying to get Kenny Britt open and Tavon. It was a disaster. You can't get I'm like, bottled water under 90 degrees. <laughs> right. My really, fans are fading really. in the stands. <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, I get it. It must suck to be a Rams fan. Awesome. All right, Sunday game. Sa- uh, San Francisco at Buffalo. Yeah, so I went high on this. I said Bills seven and a half. Yeah, you're gonna you didn't go high enough. I said seven. It's eight. Feels like a tease. You're looking at a teaser game. That is Kaepernick in. Is he playing this game? Well, not not with all the that ha- if he gets injured, they'd have to pay next year's fifteen million bucks. Oh, so that was a big story last week. Right. People think they're icing him because they don't want they want to make sure he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. So. Interesting. I think they should play him. I mean, at this point, what do you have to lose? If they do play him and you're Buffalo, do you pump in the national anthem as he's dropping back to pass? Because then he has to take a knee, or just right? play it every year. <laughs> yeah, or just have the fans sing it or something. Like every time he drops back, he's constantly taking a knee. It's a good strategy, I think. It's almost better for Kaepernick if he doesn't play. Oh, for sure. If he comes out, he throws out like four picks. and like, yeah, oh, Jesus. For sure. All right. Uh, Jacksonville at Chicago. Wow, these Sunday games are not good. That's a horrible game. L.A., Detroit, San Francisco, Buffalo, Jesus. Jacksonville, Chicago. Bears, uh, I have Bears minus two and a half. I don't feel good about that one. You're going to get it. I said four. I thought I'd go a little higher. It's minus two. Would you trade for Cutler if you were one of the ten teams that need a quarterback? I don't know. Isn't it his destiny to be in the Jets? I mean, you, you yeah, but you watch what's going around in the league. You can get a good rookie in the fourth round, it seems. So, right. Why do you want to be so, tied to so Cutler's nonsense? Out of the league. His negative non, uh, uh, attitude. Yeah, they, they've moved on from him. It's very weird. We have to see. I looked up uh, Hoyer's wife because we have a thing with the NFC North having pretty good-looking wives and girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah, she's all right. Really? She's an eight, eight and a half, nine, I would say. Wow. NFC North doing it again. Cleveland at Tennessee. Really bad game Sunday. Had really this, bad. Look at those four. This is why I'm bullish on that Tennessee team. We waited too late to bet on them yeah. to win the division. Is it too late? No, it's never too late. But they, I had uh, the Titans by seven and a half in Cleveland. I said six, and it's six and a half, so I get that one. I just want just to explain to you what an incredible experience it was yesterday when Kessler got hurt, mm-hmm. and they showed Whitehurst warming up. <laughs> <laughs> was just, that was good. Just knowing knowing the win is going to happen now. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's Charlie Whitehurst. We've got this. Is it what? It's the most dangerous job in the in the world. Browns quarterback, right? You, you, like you, you, told, you know, like the They've police six, right? The police chief in like uh, Juarez City. What's the the, the, the very? Oh, the, in South they, America. Yeah, no, yeah. no, in Mexico, there's a very dangerous city. Whoever's named police chief is like murdered uh, three days after their their. Brought in. Like that's, that's what the Browns, that's the Browns like? quarterback like that. Jesus. I don't know. What's going on with them? Well, it's it's uh Tennessee, it's, you might be right. They may have given the Vikings like their best game. They were up ten nothing in that game. They might to, be good. They might be better. Did I go through the Tennessee schedule? They have their next three are Cleveland, Indian Indianapolis, and Jacksonville, yeah. all home. Yeah. At San Diego, which is basically like a home game because mm-hmm. their fans are checked out. Home Green Bay they lose. Then they have at Indy, at Chicago. They go one and one with those, and then KC, Jacksonville, Houston to finish. They're good. They're 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 getting like their offense together. Demarco Murray is quietly having a great year. He has like four hundred and sixty yards. 
Major, major secondary issues, though, is their only, yep. only fear for them. Philly at Washington. All right, this is a tiny bit better. Not totally ready to give up on the Eagles yet. Uh, I have the skins by three. This is a fishy line. I was way off, too. I said skins by two and a half. It's Philly by two on the road. Wow. Interesting. I'm stunned to hear that. Three and one Philly at three and two Washington. Getting points. So Washington, have they had a good win yet? They, uh, so Cleveland. They got killed by the Steelers. They lost to your team. Then mm-hmm. they beat Washington, Cleveland, Baltimore. Baltimore just fired their OC today. No, no. They beat Cleveland, Baltimore, and who? Oh, they beat Washington? the Giants, Cleveland, Giants, and Baltimore. Cleveland, yeah, yeah. Baltimore. But is the Giants even a good win? Uh, I don't know. It's not that great. I don't think the Giants are good. No. But I think Philly, uh, you know, I, I don't know about their play calling. It seems like that screen to Sproles is good for 23 yards anytime the they want figure, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then, then you don't see it the rest of the game. This is going to be an interesting one. Sproles is the scariest guy in football who yeah. never touches the ball. Right. Quick break to talk about our friends at Sling TV. There's a lot of stuff going on. Please don't tell me you're spending these next few months of football season hoping a friend will invite you over or you're saving up to splurge on a night of lonely sports bar drinks. You have a better, cheaper option. at Sling TV, the best way to watch live TV on your turf. Just 20 bucks a month, get more than 20 live channels, including ESPN, TNT, AMC, CNN, other top networks. Add on channel packs like the Sports Extra Package. For just five bucks a month extra, no installation, no extra gear, no annual contracts, even an easy online cancellation. Be a cord cutter. Join millions. Need an internet connection? You're ready to go. That's it. Start watching for seven days free at sling.com slash Bill Simmons to get Sling TV on your favorite device. Restrictions do apply. All right. What do we have next? Baltimore at the New York Giants. It's an interesting game. I felt bad for Baltimore's offensive coordinator getting fired because so, I actually watched that game, and if Perriman just keeps his feet in bounds, right. they win the game. And, and he has his job. The if Mosley just doesn't reach over the goal line from four yards away, they have the ball. And, like, there's no way they should have lost that right, game. Right. Mosley's getting a lot of shit for that. They're like, why would you reach? I was like, yeah. I, when you practice hours and hours and hours and never touch the football, and now you have a shot at a pick six, you're going to go for it. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not going to click something inside and say, no, 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 just just go down. Kneel down at the one or something. It's like your classic people who haven't played sports, just not not understanding right. anything about. Like, yeah, this guy's probably had three chances in his NFL career to score a touchdown. It touch the ball. He's yeah. going to try to score a touchdown. Right. I don't know. Tressman out, Morningweg in. You know, like you said, for, Marty for Baltimore, the least successful head coach of all time. <laughs> He's here to rate the ship. Baltimore's had uh, 19 games decided by eight or fewer points since last year. Yeah. That's a lot. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh might be this decade's Jeff Fisher. Ooh. Interesting. The guy who was awesome, and then yeah. all of a sudden though, all of a sudden, he's off. not awesome anymore. I, I know, actually, that's probably Sean Payton. Right. I'd like right, to right. apologize to John Payton. Right. We yeah. take it back, John. Sorry. So we, I think we both had minus three here for the Giants, and it is, in fact, uh, minus three. I think this is a loser-goes-home match. Really? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I guess so. Baltimore being in that division. I don't think the Ra- I don't think the Ravens can get to ten wins unless they win this game. Interesting. That was such a sloppy Sunday night game. I know you didn't watch it, but Eli yeah. and Rogers probably could have had like seven interceptions. And he overthrew the fullback tie and uh and then like a, a clear touchdown and then fumbles the next play and Green Bay uh they kicked the field goal and that was it. Important question though. Mm-hmm. Aren't all these games sloppy? Yeah, they are starting to get sloppy. Like, like your team actually looked good, and one of the things that jumped out in that game was just that they looked well-organized and they executed plays and mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm so used to watching Scott bad Linehan. football. Yeah, Everyone's talking about the ratings and about is it the election, like what are the factors, the concussions, and it's like I think at least part of it is these games are terrible. You know? Is like Giants-Packers should have been 10 years ago. That's an incredible game. And now it's like I watched the debate. I didn't even totally care if I watched it. And it was sloppy and it wasn't that much fun. And it's like that seems to be the NFL now. The debate was sloppy too. But no, the, the, <laughs> I think is it because they can't hit in pads as much as they used to in the preseason? Maybe. Like so the first two, three weeks, you kind of have to 
you know, they're just getting the, getting their reps in. It's that. I think it's the CBA with all the mm-hmm. young players on every team. But I just think all these games look sloppy. And, I, and Weinberger was pointing this out. Mm-hmm. You really notice it when it's just one game. Like it's when it's the Thursday night game, when it's the Sunday right. night game, when it's like when you're just there's no other games to flick around, there's no fantasy, there's no updates. You're right. just concentrating. It's just the games just don't have the right flow anymore for yeah. the most part. Yeah, maybe the NFL isn't doing themselves a favor putting the Colts and and Jags in London for everybody to say isolated like that. Yeah. Or hot take, maybe we have too many teams. Interesting. We don't have enough quarterbacks for all these teams. Every right. week there's 10 teams that just have a shitty quarterback. Maybe yeah. we need to go to like 28 again. I agree. Again. Let's get rid of the Patriots. <laughs> uh, Carolina at New Orleans. Ooh. Well, with, I hate this because we don't know what to expect from Carolina right. tonight. But so let's assume Cam is starting two one and three teams. I had the Panthers by one. I had them by two and a half. It's three. They'll be favored by a field goal. You know – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just briefly ask you to reconsider the Saints a little bit. You're looking at their schedule? I don't, you can't, I don't know who they would have to be playing for. They lose to the Raiders last second, right? right? Last minute, the Raiders are good. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are a top-10 team. That's not bad. Uh, they lost to the Giants in a stupid game that was just ugly. They get killed by the Falcons, which mm-hmm. seemed at the time like, oh, my God, the Saints are terrible, and now the Falcons might actually right. be a top-5 team. And then they beat the Chargers. They're only one and three. Right. And if it's nine wins to win the NFC. Maybe. My point is I'm not crossing them off. Well, their defense is atrocious. It's terrible. I mean, aside from that giant game, which somehow ended up like 13-10 or whatever it was. But that's the thing. that really bad. I only have ten. I have nine teams that I like. We mentioned Vikings, in Pats, the NFC, Steelers. You're saying? Yeah. No, just in general. Vikings, oh. Pats, Steelers, Falcons, Broncos. I mm-hmm. think are the top five. Right. Packers, Seahawks, Cowboys, Raiders. And then I have the Bills as the tenth. Well, this is a loser so, leaves town, right? Carolina, New Orleans. Absolutely. Yeah. I I just think I think we're gonna see some I think we're gonna see a seven and nine AFC South team, and I think we'll see at least one nine and seven wild card wow. in one of the conferences. Interesting. All right. Pittsburgh at Miami. Steelers by six. All right, I said Steelers by seven and a half. Steelers by eight, and it probably should be higher. And what we should just kick each other in the nuts repeatedly when whenever we have the chance to get Steelers minus. We're doing six that tease today at home. Yeah, we're teasing at this home, time. and we we pass up on them, giving less than a touchdown. We're, I'm telling you right now, before people even hear this podcast, we yeah. will put in a giant Pat Steelers. Because okay. the Pats are playing the Bengals. Good, I like that. I like that. And the Steelers, that you have to survive ten deep throws from Roethlisberger, high percentage somehow deep bombs, and I, I don't know if you could prepare for that as a defensive. So I picked up Sammy Coates in our fantasy league. Yeah, and he had a good day. Right. He actually had a disappointing day if you watch the game. Really? He should have had like two hundred and twenty yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> he he literally dropped a seven yard touchdown and he went did. through his hands. But then he had another one, and it's like. He was open the whole game. They threw to him 11 times. I got him for a dollar in our league. That's nice. But they threw to him the whole game. And and then he said, like, his hand hurt afterwards or something. Are you talking about that league that I'm 5 0 in? I think you are, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're controversial. No quarterback until the wee hours. And you're up with Matt Ryan. Matty Ryan for $2. Jesus. Cincinnati at New England. I had the Pats by 7.5. I probably had too low. Too low is right. It's nine. So we may have to do a money line parlay to get off that. We do a six and a half point tease. Yeah, could do that. This is the least scared you have been of a Bengals team in 10 years. They can't run the ball and they only have one receiver. And I think as your team proved, you take out the one receiver and then what's left. And now Jeremy Hill's hurt. Yeah. Now Jeremy Hill's hurt. I will say there was a there was a moment in the second quarter of that Pats game when mm-hmm. they got Bennett and Gronk going at the same time, and it might be uncoverable. It's it's. I just don't know what you do. They they no. put one guy on one side, one guy on the other side, two receivers spread out, and a single back. I don't know how you stop it. I mean, I'm sure somebody will figure out a way, but just watching it, I was just thinking uh, about like sure. playing a video game. Sure. How do you stop this? <clears throat> They've reinvented the wheel. They're going small inside and, and big outside. They have right. tight ends lined up wide, and yeah, the Edelmans and Amendolas and Hogan's running around the middle. 
And they had and White was able to run for these little seven yard runs right. just because of the way the offense was. But when they have Deion Lewis come back, it's gonna be a danger. The defense I'm still not happy with, but the offense looks good. All right, the uh, late afternoon games, Kansas City at Oakland. So the best early game was... Raiders not covering really hurt. 34-24. Yeah. Just finish it off, Oakland. They really... Finish it off. It really does seem like they just go through the motions and know they could beat these teams whenever they want. Derek Carr, like, you would think he'd been in the league for 12 years. But Crabtree's now one of the most clutch receivers in the league. I know. And a fourth it, quarter touchdown. What was interesting week. was they could have had like 20 more points. Yeah. Because Cooper just missed a couple. They finally got him at the end. But mm-hmm. I really, I, I tweeted yesterday, it's easily the most fun team. Like just from a channel clicking standpoint. Sure. Every Raiders game is fun. Carr is really fun to watch. Yeah. He's easily the best under 26 guy, I think, other than Luck. I agree. But uh, that's a fun team. That's going to be a fun playoff team. And I gotta say, like, if that team makes the playoffs, I'm not I'm not crazy about seeing them in January. No. What do you have for uh you had minus three? I had minus three. I had three and a half, so you're gonna get it. Oakland only one and a half. Vegas was in love Chiefs with respect. this team. And now now it's it's evened out here. Chiefs you can kind of see the blueprint though, where you have the Chiefs the fifteen play drives. Keeping car off the field, like I, I can see it. I probably wouldn't bet the Raiders. In two this and one. two at four and one, and uh, and Oakland's only fair by a point and a half. All right, Atlanta at Seattle. I guess this is the game of the week, right? I'll tell you one thing: if if Oakland wins that game, that's <laughs> they're five and one, and they they'd have at Jacksonville at Tampa. Yeah, coming up, man. <clears throat> Third place schedule, looking good. Whew. What's this next one? Atlanta at Seattle. This is a good one. That's a really good one. I think Pat's Bengals is a good one, too, just because the Bengals, that's a must-win for them. I don't think they can lose that game. Uh, Seahawks, I have four and a half. I put that in the Vegas zone. You're going to get that. I only had four, and it's six and a half. <clears throat> I wouldn't touch it. That seems a little high. Yeah. This Falcons team was impressive defensively. Victor what? Beasley Jr., three sacks. Keanu Neal, safety. They're doing like in Julio Jones had. Like 29 yards receiving. They're- that was the part I didn't understand is that everyone, like Lombardi, who watches all this stuff and gets it. Like He's mm-hmm. like, the Falcons' defense is terrible. They can't rush the passer. Weird. And within three weeks, they figured it out, and they had like a real pass rush yesterday. Yeah. They're it's doing things. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It was good. They're good. They're good. Dallas, a good team. Dallas at Green Bay. By the way, shout out to Dave Tooley. What did he do for when you? When we saw him uh, view from Vegas, uh-huh. uh, Twitter handle, and he writes for ESPN, but when we saw him in Vegas at Westgate, I asked him, mm-hmm. uh, any any opinions you have this year? And he's like, the one team I kind of I really like this year is the Falcons. I wow, think they have the right. best value. Oh. Made a big Falcons case. Oh, he is going to love that you're talking about him right uh, now. Tully's he, a good guy. Yeah, I, I like him too, but he, it's over for him. That's all he knew. You talked about him. He could jump off the stratosphere It's now. the only thing he said to us. He had. No, <laughs> he, it was like, this is my big opinion that yeah. I like this year is that I think the Falcons right. are going to be good. He I thought he said it. too much. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I love him. Dallas at Green Bay. Here we go. I'm just kidding. I'm rooting for the Cowboys here. Let's go 5-1. and one. You, you definitely weren't kidding. I know when you're kidding, <laughs> and you weren't kidding. You would totally take a, a Prescott three-interception game. No. You would no, sacrifice it. You would sacrifice that game to the God of Romo. He would have to throw downfield to get interceptions. He doesn't do that. Packers by four and a half, and I like your team. Well, I said Packers by six, and it's four. So you're you're getting it. God, you really do? I mean, you're basing it off that crappy Giants game. That's why you like. Green Bay's offense still isn't right, you don't think. Your running back's terrific. Mm-hmm. The three best running backs are your running back, David Johnson, and uh, and Le'Veon Bell. Right. Everyone else is like a, a notch or two notches or three notches below. Those are the yeah. three difference makers. And your whole offense is built around being a good running back who can, because you have a good line. Mm-hmm. Now you have a quarterback who can do a little play action rollout. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's a good team. Like to win that, to win without Des doing anything those last couple weeks. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I feel like I hope in, in a way, if Des plays this game, we have the Lambo curse with us. Yeah, maybe he just sits out one more week. Yeah, don't, don't you feel like something stupid's gonna happen again with him? 
when Dez comes back and you have the basically the same offense you're running now with the possibility of the play action rollout heave down, right. like that's gonna be yeah. a really tough offense. I know. Stop. I love it. Tony Romo's gonna be unstoppable. Sunday night, Indianapolis at Houston. Uh, before I would we, say division title on the line, but you say Tennessee. Hold That's on, before we do this, we got to yeah. talk about Distilled. They revolutionized the fashion industry by creating timeless luxury-grade denim. So you get jeans that would cost you hundreds of dollars, only they their prices start at $65. No markup, no bullshit, just great jeans at an unbelievable price. See for yourself why A-list celebrities have been spotted in magazines like Vogue and GQ wearing distilled jeans. You don't need to be a celebrity or have a stylist or even pay $100 to look amazing. Again, distilled starts at $65. Get your jeans right. Find the perfect pair with the perfect fit. They'll ship them to you for free. They'll guarantee the fit. They'll even send you a new pair until you're happy. Nice. Go to dstld.com slash BS right now. Get 10% off your first pair. Once again, dstld.com slash BS. Stop paying crazy amounts of money for your jeans. Go with the stealth. All right, the night game, Sunday night. You're saying this is for second and third in the division. Cards, Jets? No, no, Indianapolis, Houston. Oh. Sunday night. Texans by three. I actually like the Texans. I think the Colts are terrible. Yep. I really, I think they're just an, a terrible football team. I went Houston six, and you're getting it. It's three and a half. It's it's just Andrew Luck respect the respect of being able to come back in these games, but man, I feel like there's not one thing I can learn from this game or these two teams. It's a stay away. You it's a non-watch. I'm so yeah. happy I'm going to be on a plane coming back from Boston. Yeah, let's have yeah. another debate for this Sunday night. Yeah, uh, and Monday Jets at Arizona. Another loser leaves town. Todd Bowles going against his old team. Oh right, the Carson Palmer. Them. Yeah. We think he'll be back. You know what's interesting? I, I always look at the DVOA starting around week four that Football Outsiders does. Because mm-hmm. you can't really tell anything before there's like three or four game sample size. Right. I think they had the Jets last going into last weekend. It was one of the reasons I took the Steelers. Really? That, that, wow. Like statistically, they were the worst team in football. Mm-hmm. We discussed it with House. I love their under. That's one of the few things I was right about. The Jets under this year. Their first six games were miserable schedule. Yeah. And uh, they're one and four. And... I, who's your team? You said that don't count them out yet, like the two and three. Is it Cincinnati? Well, I, I think Arizona's Cin- mine. Well, played since- five games in twenty six days. I think I think they pick it up here. And they have a they have a couple great skill position guys, right. and they have a coach who until this year was good. Yeah. So usually every year there's a team that was a contender that just completely free falls out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes two. Right. And then there's the team that starts a little late and becomes a contender like Seattle last year. Right. So I think Arizona is the best argument for that team. I think so, too. What'd you, think, wait, do we do this line? No, I had the cards by seven. You nailed it, and you beat me this week. I had three. It is seven. We might consider them on a teaser, unless you think there's a kitchen sink game, but I think they sold the sink. I think hmm. they got evicted. Why wouldn't we do a Pats, Steelers, Cards, three-team, seven-point tease? I don't know why we wouldn't. Let's do that. I think Let's. maybe just Pat Steelers and like maybe for the rest of the year. Just that should be our teaser. Let's do that. Um, hey, Bill I'm Simmons fi- wins eight to six. I finally beat you. Yep. Uh, first coach fired still looks like McCoy. Mm-hmm. And I had a good DraftKings week. Those were the only two other things I had to cover. Nice. Yeah, I, I had a team that actually won $175 wow. in DraftKings. Yeah. What is I had that? Tom Brady. I had. I had. Uh, li- Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. I had Amari Cooper. I had some other receiver went nuts. You really need, you have to hit on, oh, the Bills defense. You have to hit on four guys. You have to hit on your defense is my new theory. How, what, what is that? Not a head-to-head, right? Was it- no, I did those single entries. I uh-huh. like those. Yeah. All right. That's, that's. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I found that. <laughs> Speechless. I, no, I found that. I kind of like, because my, my own fantasy teams are so terrible. Daily fantasy. Right. It's like all I have on Sunday. Wait a second. Give me two minutes to talk about Familia. Oh, come on. Nah, come on. I don't want to. Come do on. It. Both of our baseball seasons are going to be over by the time people hear this tomorrow morning. I just hate it, you know, because you don't, you don't want to get mad at a guy because, like, he, he, he blew like two saves all year and they wouldn't have been in the position they were until they got there. But you know damn well that, that that's it. That three run homer was coming. I knew it. Did you. F- 
did you feel like you were going to win that game? No, I thought Baum, Baumgartner, if that was a five-game series, he could have pitched all five in five straight days and beaten us every time. He's that good. Is he the best pitcher since Pedro? I don't. I know he's not statistically the best pitcher. What are we to just overall like? Just like clutch, I think for sure. I just feel like if my life depended on it, he's your guy. That would be the guy, but it would have been the guy at any point in the last five years. And right. I don't remember who the pitcher was before that that anybody would feel that way about. Before Pedro and before, but some the guy between Pedro and Bumgarner. Because mm-hmm. I know like the the Kershaw statistical case is there, right? But I just know like Bumgarner. Going into that game, and I don't watch barely any National League during the season. You just know it's going to be one nothing. Like he's going to come through. Yeah, there's a great guy presence. Like he, he just, he just, you're, you're kind of screwed as soon as he takes the mound. What he's about such your a team? Badass. You have three games in three days. You're, you're confident. No, I'm not confident. But I, as I told you, um, so we're taping this on Monday morning. I do feel like uh, having the two day delay helps the team that's wounded. Interesting. It help. It helps you kind of. I don't know. Get your shit together a little bit, mm-hmm. and you got to you got to bang it off that wall a bunch. You got you got to come out and win fourteen uh, four today. I watched more Red Sox than than I let on this year because mm-hmm. it's nobody wants to hear people talk about their own baseball team until the playoffs. But <laughs> you just um, talking about your DraftKings lineup. <laughs> my DraftKings lineup is so much more interesting. <laughs> but uh, there were quietly signs of this in the last couple months because mm-hmm. their offense, there was this like three week stretch in July or early August when the offense was like, oh my God, this team's going to score 20 runs a game. Right. The thing I was worried about going in the playoffs was Bogarts wasn't hitting. He hadn't hit the whole second half. Mm-hmm. Sandy Leone had kind of crashed back to earth. Jackie Bradley Jr. was like hitting 230 the second half of the year. And it, there were signs of this being the case, but Mookie had been so great. And we had mm. four or five guys that I trusted. I think if you have five, you're in good shape. Mm-hmm. And then Mookie comes up in the first inning of game one, third and first. Trevor Bauer already looks like he's going to get shelled. And yeah. Mookie struck out, and it was like the most uncharacteristic at bat he had all year. And I was like, oh, no. that's." But I don't know. They just don't look like themselves. Yeah. And then Porcello gives up three homers, which he hadn't really done the whole season. And Yeah. No, no, it's these best of fives, man. It just flips. I, I, I was just going to say, I think baseball playoffs have become too random, and I don't even have a problem with the wild card. I like it better than the old wild card system, and that, you know, you're not giving the wild card team the same, you know, gravitas as the team that won the division. They don't go right in against each other. You have to win a playoff game. But teams are clinching too early, and third week in October it gets cold, and teams don't. Like, Rangers were a good team, and they got swept. Like, it, right. it's, just, it's just weird. It's just too. Too random, but it does expose it. It does expose your holes, right? Sure. You yeah. Know, the Rangers had a shitty bullpen, and right. we, I didn't trust that bullpen. I didn't think they were going to come through. They didn't come through. Toronto has bats that I'm afraid of. Right. It comes down to these little block, simple things, and like Kluber's really good. Like I didn't think we were going to hit him in Game mm-hmm. Two. You now know, you'll see it, him earlier now that you had the rain thing, right? I know. Right. I know. What we need is. I think to come back from 0-2 in a baseball series, you need the momentum turner, game three win mm-hmm. that puts the team on its heels. We have the the city Cleveland has still has some baggage. I don't care if the Cavs won. If it goes back two to two, there's going to be nerves in the crowd. But right. uh, but if Mookie's not going to hit, like we don't have a chance. Right. I, I, that's that's been our guy. Like the top, the first five of the order mm-hmm. to just all of a sudden put Mookie in a slump. Like God. I think if you can get an equipment guy to deflate the baseballs, I think you're in really good Come shape. Come on, <laughs> there is a. I have shifted into 2017 is really the year mode. <laughs> like really some, already? No, no. I I I still think this year's team's really good, but it mm-hmm. is like there is there is a parachute of next year's team is also going to be really good and probably better. Yeah. So maybe this team, maybe they were a year early. Can with you these get guys. five innings, two runs out of a pitcher today? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be one of those 11-9 type games oh, right. would be my guess. Well, then no. Then the answer is no. I do think with young guys in baseball, they almost have to get their feet wet once. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, probably. Like Mookie just looked nervous the it's first hard. two games, you know, and you go down down the line and we'll get see. all these young guys. And How are you feeling about the Mets? Is like it's, it's a lot of re-sign. Like we don't, we may, I love Cologne, but we may have to get rid of them to open up 
the money for About Cespedes and, and 48. Right. He's, he's going to be 44, but he get, you know, he, he pounds those innings. It's nice. Got to resign Walker and we, we, have, we have a lot of work to do. I said to fantasy, who's another, uh, distraught Mets fan. Mm-hmm. As I watch, I watched that whole Mets giants game. I didn't feel like he had one bat that I was like, oh, this guy's going to come through. And he's like, we did. It's David Wright. Like, he got yeah. all defensive about it. But it's like, right. it's funny how in those games, you every you have to have that one guy where he comes up and you go, oh, this guy's going to come through. Yeah. And that's kind of for Boston. Mookie was that guy. Right. And it was Daniel Murphy for us last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if Mookie becomes that guy in game three, I think we have a chance. Mm-hmm. If he's going to get in his own head, I'm worried. All right. I wish you luck. You seem you seem really into this. Well, we made a Red Sox. <laughs> what was our what was our Red, Red Sox, Sox Blue Jays Blue Jays division parlay? Still like it. I wonder what the odds would be for that now. Well, the Red Sox Blue now Jays are like won. yeah, they're they're four to one underdogs now. The Red Sox for that series for just, just the series? yeah for the series. Yeah, it's about right. I will say the Cubs are really good, and they have the same issue with the young guys. But mm-hmm. um, man, I, I I mean I know people have talked about it, but when Chapman comes in. I've never seen somebody throw so hard that the catcher almost can't catch it. Right. The catcher's like falling backwards as he's catching these. That's the guy everybody's got to get, Chapman, right? In the offseason. I, I don't understand how you hit him. No. But yeah, I, I think that's going to be to come into Wrigley, down one in the ninth, and that guy comes in, and that crowd's crazy. That's what they want. And he's throwing 120 miles an hour. All right, what yeah. do you got to pluck? That's it. I mean, Cousin Sal, sure thing. Check in with me Friday at... Uh, Nine Pacific or noon Eastern, three and zero last week. Profit of fourteen hundred dollars. Congratulations! Thank you. I'm, I'm ba- really happy. I'm for back you. on track. There's a thousand dollar prop bet challenge. Uh, someone predicted um, Redskins running back. Why well, I can't think. Matt of Jones. Name. Matt Jones. Thirty one yards, and that Trump would win a red tie, and uh, someone red won a thousand would wear a red tie. Yeah, thousand dollars. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. Thanks to Sling TV, the best way to watch live TV on your turf. For just 20 bucks a month, stream more than 20 live channels, including ESPN, TNT, AMC, and CNN. No installation, no extra gear, no annual contracts. Just an internet connection. That's it. Start watching for seven days free at sling.com slash Bill Simmons. Get Sling TV on your favorite device. Restrictions do apply. Thanks to Don Julio, the world's original handcrafted tequila with the holidays coming up by a friend. A nice bottle of Don Julio. Thanks to Harvard Scholars at Risk. Saturday night, October 15th, Boston, Massachusetts. Jimmy Kimmel and I, live show, Schubert Theater. All proceeds, all, all proceeds benefit Harvard Scholars at Risk. Still a few tickets available. Go to citycenter.org or call 866-348-9738. Don't forget about any given Wednesday. Off this week, we return next week with six straight weeks of shows. Don't forget to check out theringer.com. Don't forget about our eight other podcast feeds on the Ringer Network, including Ringer University, and keeping it 1600, those guys killed it last night, pregame and yeah, postgame debate show. Nice. Uh, technology is amazing. <laughs> Remember when we did March Madness for ESPN for Grantland? Yeah. What, like four years ago, and Jacoby had to rent that giant antenna that was parked in my driveway, oh, and the right. guy broke my basketball court. And <laughs> it was just, and now it'd just be like Facebook Live, we'd be just exactly. online in five seconds. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back later on Friday with uh, Lombardi, Joe House, and a special guest. Until then, uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Go Red Sox. Please don't let the season end today. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. And picture me rolling.